Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions of the show are available through Podbean, Spotify, Apple iTunes, wherever you pick up audio versions show, you will find us there. Just search Dynamo Podcast Network and you will find us there, the Upper Tier. Joining me tonight, as always, my brother in arms, Darren McCumminsky. How are you, Darren? Hey, Noel, what's happening, pal? Good, good. Oh, man. I'm excited, I've got to say. Uh, this game has just kicked off and the stadium was absolutely rocking. Yeah. That new Brentford Stadium. And it just gave a little chill down the down the spine. You thought, oh, it's back. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It's such a yeah. pump for it, like, you know, man. And great to see Brentford in the league as well with a new stadium and their fans, stuff like that. They had a brilliant Fabulous new stadium. Yeah. A great manager. They've, you know, they've a, they've a decent squad. I think I think they should be all right this season, to be honest with you. I think um, so, yeah. I think they should be in the in the upper tier of the bottom half, let's say. Yeah, once once they put three past Arsenal tonight, they'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan yeah. Tony with a hat trick. <laughs> um anyway, let's get into this. We are not here for Brentford versus Arsenal. We are here for Manchester United versus Leeds. Your lunchtime kickoff tomorrow. <laughs> um absolute great fixture to kick off the season, I must say. Um long standing rivalry. Can't believe it's the first game of the season. Like yeah. it's you know, uh, it's such a big game for both clubs because of the rivalry. Obviously, um, I know like you know Leeds haven't been in the Premier League for a few years until last year, but like it felt like a big game last year. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like you were playing one of the promoted teams. It felt like you were playing a big, big, you know, a big team. Um, you know, Leeds are a good club with a lot of history, and and I'm just I couldn't believe it was when I saw the draw and I went off oh, first day of the season. Jesus, that's. You know, unbelievable. Like, and uh, like, we're obviously not expecting McTominay to bang in another hat trick in nine minutes or whatever it is, or something crazy <laughs> like that. You know, I was looking down through the head to head 109 encounters, both these clubs. Um, and Manchester United hold a clear advantage, they've won 47, lost 26, and drawn 36. Um, so it's always favoured United, although Leeds down through the years have been a massive club. Um, yeah. It's fair to say Leeds will probably kick on this year, won't they? From having that season in the Premier League, and Ellen Road so. is going to be a fortress again once fans are back in there again. Yeah, I um, think so. I think Ellen Road is a great stadium as well, and I think fans being there will give my hand. I know you know they were very very open last year, um, but I don't. I couldn't imagine them trying to go and do exactly that again this year. You know, mm. I think he will adapt things. Um, you know, they left the left back, they let the left back go, but they brought in the boy from Barcelona, Firpo, you know, he was yeah. a good player. And he was very good at Betis before he joined Barca and didn't really get a run at Barca. Um, but I see him talking this week about even tactically how much how much more Bielsa has done than what he did in his year at Barca even, mm. you know. How are you feeling about the business United have done so far? Um, yeah, so I was talking to a couple of United fans about this yesterday actually and uh like obviously you've got to be happy with what we've brought in, you know, uh, and and you've got to be happy with the positions we addressed because the right sides of that attack and the centre back position were two of our problems. For me though, there's still a couple of little issues we need to we need to sort out, you know. Um, I suppose tomorrow we're, we're probably going to see David de Gea start because obviously Dean Henderson hasn't been well for a couple of weeks. He's got yeah. the the back end of the COVID going on. Mm. Um, but I mean, we need to know who our number one is. Now, for me personally, I, I'm a massive David De Gea fan. I think he's 
been absolutely amazing for Man United. He owes us absolutely nothing. But I think it's time for a clean run for Henderson. I think Henderson needs to get a season or two under his belt so we can see how good the kid is and decide then whether we need to go into the market or not. You know, I think we need to we need to try and get that massive wage of David De Gea off the bill, to be honest with you. I think Heaton's more than capable as a as an understudy. And then you've also got Grant and the lad Ethan Bishop and stuff like that. So, but I think that goalkeeping situation needs to be sorted. Mm. And then obviously, I think in midfield, we're probably maybe one short. Um, not maybe that, that we're short of bodies. I think we've got the bodies. But I think maybe we're short on quality. You know, yeah. if you look at Fred, McTominay, Matic, there's nothing wrong with them as footballers. But if you're going to go into it, if you're going into a game with Chelsea and you're going in with Jorginho and Kante, you know you want to have something in there that can match that. And unfortunately, the boys just can't match that as they are at the minute, you know? Um, so, and then, and I, I still feel a little bit light up front, to be honest with you, man. Mm. Um, I, t- I, I think, you know, Martial is, is looking like he's going to be our number nine to start the season. You've obviously got Rashford, he's out injured. Yeah. Uh, after his operation, he's going to be maybe two, three months down the road and Cavani is isolated because he's coming back in from South America. So we're going to start with Martial as number nine and he hasn't always hasn't always done the business for us, you know. Um, I, I don't even like him as a nine, if I'm honest. I probably prefer him as, a, as an 11, which is wide in the left, you know. Mm. I think that's a better position for him because I think when he doesn't get the ball, he can get he can lose the head and he can get short-tempered and stuff. Whereas I think the more you can get him the ball and he can start going at people, that's when you start to see the best of Anthony Martial, you know. Well, it's a big opportunity for him as well, isn't it? Because he's been kind of out in the wind a bit, you know what I mean? So if he's going to yeah. lay down a marker, this is the time to lay down a marker or else it's probably time to move on, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was surprised we kind of kept him in this in this window. But if you look at that Cavani coming in late, he's probably obviously got to get some, some fitness and stuff like that under his belt. Mm. Might be week three or four before we see Cavani. So, you know, and with Rashford being injured, obviously, the as shoulder, well. shoulder, yeah. With the shoulder, you don't want to leave the goal scoring board just on it on Mason Greenwood. That's an awful lot for a young for the shoulder. Yeah. So I think he had to kind of keep Martial for now. But again, as you said, unless he got starts like an absolute train and and bangs in goals, you know, in the first two, three, four games, I wouldn't be shocked to see him go even in January, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because again, he's another lad on on good money that you, you can't be paying these lads big money to sit on benches anymore. It's just yeah. not. Well, unless you're Man City, obviously, but yeah, that's and it's it's a bad time to be moving players on and trying to bring players in as well. That January window does be horrific, you know. Let's yeah. um let's take some same news here. Obviously, um for United injured Alex Tellez and obviously Marcus Rashford out with the shoulder. Doubtful, yeah. obviously, Dane Henderson, um, yeah. Eric Boy, Ahmad, and Phil Jones, who's on the doubtful list for the last ten years, I think. Yeah. Um, and obviously not available, as you said, Cavani and Jesse Lingard. Uh, yeah. for Leeds, Leeds kind of have nearly a full um, squad available till them only a couple of doubtful ones Jamie Shackleton as you mentioned Junior Firpo and Diego Lorente they're the ones that are kind of doubtful but everyone else is good to go I think I heard Bielsa say that Firpo would be involved but I think yeah. he said Lorente probably wouldn't make it in time yeah um, you know so yeah listen they've, they've probably they're probably in a slightly better position mm. physically than we are I would say they maybe don't have as many internationals that maybe would have been off at the Cup America or the Euros and stuff like that yeah. And and also they're a Bielsa team, you know, so they, they know how to run and they know how to be busy. Um yeah, it's a banana it's it's definitely it's definitely a banana skin in the waiting, you know. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, looking looking at the predicted lineups, both teams play four two three one by the looks mm-hmm. of this. So for United, David Ahea, Juan Basaka, Victor Lindelof, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, Donny Van de Beek, Fred. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Donny will start, but I'd be delighted if he did, if I'm honest with you. But mm. Then you have uh, Mason Greenwood, Bruno, Pogba and Anthony Martial. Um, I think he'll start. Uh, yeah, you know, they'll probably go with that, actually. Yeah, I've seen something earlier on. They were talking about Sancho, Fernandez, and Greenwood uh, being the the kind of attacking tree behind Martial. But yeah, we'll probably you'll probably give Pogba a spin before you'll play Sancho because obviously I think he only trained for a day and a half this week. I heard Solskjaer say, so yeah. he's not up to speed just yet either. He'll probably keep him for the bench, maybe. It, it's fair to say that Van der Beek has probably done enough in pre-season, has he, to, to warrant some sort of much more involvement? Yeah, like, I don't think his performance haven't, his performances haven't been amazing, but they haven't been awful either. And you know, pre-season can be about getting minutes under the belt and stuff like that. Mm. I think for me, as a fan, the thing I'm happiest with, with Van der Beek is his attitude and the way he's going about things. You know, he was due to go to the Euros and, and he obviously got injured and they pull him from the Dutch squad. You know, there's an easy there's an easy way out there. You go on holidays for three or four weeks, you put the feet up, you relax, maybe you put on a couple of pounds because you're injured and blah, blah, blah. He came back to Manchester very, very quickly after he was let go from the Dutch squad. Mm. And he actually told the lads, he said, I want you to give me a program. And he said, I'm going to stick to it, you know, stringently. And I want to, I want to do a bit of bulking up. I want to make myself more physical and more robust for this league. Like, you couldn't ask for anything else out of a player, you know. And I suppose that's probably where United fans will be pulling for a guy like that, you know, and and saying, all right, well, let's give him a couple of games. Let's see what he can do. And we know when he was at Ajax, he was a superb player, you know. And even if you you think about, I know I've heard recently that there's a couple of clubs that were still kind of sniffing around him. The likes of Real Madrid are still maybe sniffing around. You're not going to Real Madrid. You're not going to Man United unless unless you're a very, very good player. Yeah, fellas have bad patches, but I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll come good. You know, I really do. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I was talking to football fans earlier today, and I was making the point that it's um, it's an interesting time at the moment in terms of players and hanging on to them, because Barcelona have their problems, Real Madrid have their problems, yeah. Inter Milan have their problems. A lot of these big teams that normally would be sniffing around the likes of a Donny van der Beek and stuff like that to sound it out is not an option anymore really for them. So staying at United is a much better option. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and even even the likes of PSG, where again would have been an option. Mm-hmm. Now they're looking to shed weight because of obviously Messi this week, you know. Yeah, they've already um, done their business. They've already done their and like what business they've done as well, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, the, you, the, the lads don't have options really to go anywhere. Yeah. Let's um let's fly down through the Leeds United uh, eleven. Meslier, obviously, in goal. Luke Ayling, Liam Cooper, Robin Coke, Stuart Dallas, Calvin Phillips, of course, who we've seen in the Euros, who was outstanding. Click, Rafinha, Moreno, Jack Harrison, who signed a new deal there, obviously. Um, yeah. And Patrick Bamford, of course, who's an outstanding player. Um, the, the only thing I worry about in terms of Leeds, and i seen it last year, the, the goalkeeper, Meslier, at the back, he's very young and um, can be a little bit naive at times. He is. Um, I think he just signed a new contract today. I actually I saw that. Yeah. Um, and I, and I don't think initially they brought him in maybe to be a number one. No. I think because they had uh, Casilla there as well on loan from Madrid. And I think that was the idea. He was going to back up Casilla, 
And then he, because he obviously had a couple of howlers and he put the young lad in and he did well. And, you know, he, he, he did pretty well, you know. Um, but yeah, I suppose he is someone maybe you could get at slightly. Mm. You know, it, yeah. the likes of corner kicks, free kicks. You got someone like Harry Maguire attacking a, a goalkeeper like that. Yeah. There's a possibility you could do you could do a little bit of damage, you know. But yeah. I think I think they're a good side lead, you know. Um, mm. I think Phillips is an outstanding player. I think he could play in an awful lot of teams in that league. Um, and I think the boy Rafinha is very very special. Um, I'm surprised he's still there to be honest with you. Um, I know there was talk that if if you know it maybe didn't get Sancho. They'd look at Rafinha for the right side because he's a serious footballer, you know. Yeah, Liver, Liverpool made serious inquiries about him and um, he basically told them he didn't want to leave Leeds, um, right. which, well. is, which is interesting considering the project that's there, you know. So that, that just goes to show what Bielsa is doing there and they have a lot of confidence in him and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I'd say about Leeds as well is like they, they've kept that kind of core group there that they had last season, but they haven't added a whole lot to it yet. Um, no. And that would be no, very fair in terms of probably a little bit light in, in depth, you know. Um, because obviously they, they took in the boy Fairpo, but that was because the uh, they let the lad Alioski go, yeah. his contract had ran out and stuff like that, you know. So it has kind of been one in, one out, as opposed to adding quality to what you already had. Mm. But I think if I'm right, Bielsa has always been on that kind of same wavelength with Klopp where they work with a much smaller squad than a lot of coaches do. Mm. You know, there may be four or yeah. five players light than, you know, yeah. than you'd want them to be. Yeah, I just, I, I'd be worried, you know, if the likes of Bamford picked up an injury or Dallas or Jack Harrison, you'd be yeah. wondering where the goals are going to come from, of course, you know, yes. and that, that would be my biggest concern. Um, and there's not, I mean, there's not, that quality isn't there on the bench to come off if those kind of things arise. And I mean, you're going to pick up injuries throughout the season, no matter who you are. It's very unusual yeah. for any team. And it's a long season for the likes of the Leeds and stuff like that. Because I, I see Leeds as being one of those teams this year that could potentially break in, definitely top eight and into the top six. Um, especially with the effect of Ellen Road and fans back there, I think they'll be a lot more successful this year. Plus they have that year of being back in the Premier League under their belt as well. Um yeah. In terms of predictions, what you thinking? Um, I think we'll beat them, but I think again, I think it'll be open. Um, I'm kind of thinking back, geez, a good few years ago now. We played Fulham on an opening day. It was a Sunday kickoff, and we beat them three two. And this Roy made his debut, scored a couple of goals. I'm going to say three two United. I think it's going to be something similar. I think it's going to be United leads. It's going to be end to end. There'll be goals. There might be a red card. And I think I think you know it'll it'll just nick a boy the odd one. You fancy a red card tomorrow? Who's the red card for? Um, could be anyone. You know, really could be. Um, like I always get, I always get worried in big games like that. You know, when a manager mm. gives you a team talk beforehand and says, you know, yeah. go out there and and do something nice and early get and let them in. know you're there. Get stuck in, bloody yeah. blah. And and with with the league that the lads play in now, that only needs to be a split second late. It looks yeah. really, really bad. Mm. There's no intent, maybe, but because of the pace that these guys move at, all of a sudden it, it looks like a, a really bad tackle, especially with the likes of VAR. And and you know, I think that the red card is is there's a possibility, all right. I hope mm. I'm wrong now because I'd like to see them 11 11 and just let them go at it, you know. But yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're if you're someone who likes who fancies a flutter now that the football <laughs> is back. Man United eleven to twenty on the draw is ten to three and Leeds are nine to two. That's the betting at the moment. Um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I do have other news. I know, I just saying it. Go on, fill Did me you? in. It's 1 0 to Brentford. Brentford, Brentford have to- taken yeah. the lead. Uh, long ball flicked on, uh, didn't deal with the first ball. Um, that ball looks like it could be out. Uh, recycle it. Oh, it's a great finish. Keeper's mm. beating his near post, probably shouldn't be beaten. Uh, that ball looked like it was out. The ball looks like it's out on the end line. Yeah. I think it's uh, Chambers. It's the boy Chambers tries to keep it in because it's going it's going out for a Brentford throw. Uh, and it's actually, he's been nutmegged for the goal. Can't seem to see who goes up against him on the left-hand side. Uh, tucks in onto his right foot. It might be Canyos. It might be the ex-Liverpool boy, Canyos. Tucks in. It is Canyos. It is Canyos. Tucks in from the left-hand side. Tucks in onto his right foot and hits it quite early. Hits it through Callum Chambers' legs and into the front post. And it's a very good strike. But I don't like goalkeepers getting beaten at the near post, man. Tell you, you're officially now the new. You're you're the upper tiers now, Chris Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at this one tomorrow. I think it's going to be slightly tighter. I don't think this is going to be open because it's too early in the season. I'm thinking United two one. Uh, Man United, that is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Sure, look, it'll be interesting to see. Off and kicking anyway. That's the main thing. I'm not when are you, when those he, when are you boys? When are you boys off? We're half five tomorrow evening against Norwich. Half five tomorrow yeah. evening, right? Yeah, you, you can expect an absolute obliteration. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I'd be very. I'd be actually. I'm not even worried about a win. I'd be more worried because I think they have a number of key players out as well due to COVID and to injuries. Norwich well. do. Yeah, okay. we did a preview there last night. It's up there on the Dynamo Podcast Network. But uh, they're missing a number of key players and stuff like that. And and we look like we have a full complement, more or less. You know. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd expect us to put maybe four. I'd expect the guys to get their golden boot off to a good start. So you're uh, you're excited? I am very excited about this season. Um, fingers crossed. No major injuries and stuff like that. I know Robbo picked up one preseason, but hopefully we can just get off and run. And Will Tamika's play tomorrow? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Right, I put him he's in had, fantasy. He's had a great preseason as well. Yeah, saw a little bit of him look quite good. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping to see Kata tomorrow as well, and I'm hoping Ox gets a run out as well. I hope they all they've all done well in preseason, so I hope they all get some sort of a run out. It's actually the perfect fixture for us to start with. Now, Touchwood, I hope I'm not like you know calling this too wrong, but yeah. I think we couldn't ask for a better fixture. Really, they're in trouble coming up. You know, they sold off one day and stuff like that. We look like we're in a really good place at the moment, with the exception of Robbo. So, yeah. I think. Uh... I, I know we're, we're, we're the United Leeds here, but I think that was a mental decision to to let someone like Buendia go. Like your player of the year coming up from the championship. I know they offered big money, uh, Aston Villa, but to come in to the league without your best player yeah. and not really replace him is, you know, what kind of message was it sent to the fans? Do you know what I mean? It sends the message that's going to be a long, hard season. Yeah, it, it really does. And, you know, if you guys get on top of them tomorrow and do thump them, um, it's you know it's it's a long way up as they say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, pleasure as always having you on for this uh, Man United versus Leeds preview. Um, we will see what happens tomorrow at lunchtime, but it's going to be a hell of a season. Um, till next time, obviously video episodes on the Dynamo Podcast Network on YouTube, audio versions of the show on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Darren, until next time, let's do Thanks, this. Noel. The season is about to begin. 
Appreciate it, buddy.